What if you could lose weight without counting calories or setting foot in a gym? What if you could cut food cravings while still eating your favorite foods? What if you could stop all the mind chatter you currently have around food and hunger? These what ifs are reality for people who make intermittent fasting or IF part of their everyday lives. Welcome to the What If Diet Plan Podcast, hosted by me, Alexis Cano. I'm a full-time working mother of three little boys who has finally discovered a simple solution to a very frustrating problem for so many people. I rediscovered IF in 2018 and adapted it to my personal lifestyle, which allowed me to regain my health and lose 50 pounds without sacrificing myself in the process. My goal is to help other busy women realize that they are not alone in their food and weight struggles and to provide some tools and tips you can use to begin transforming your body and mind today through intermittent fasting too. Please keep in mind that I am not a medical professional or therapist, so the information shared on this podcast should not be taken as medical or therapeutic advice. Please be sure to consult and work with your physician and therapist before following any new dietary plan. So with that, let's get started. Hi friends, welcome back to the What If Diet Plan podcast. My name is Alexis Cano and I thank you for taking time to join me this week. I'm really excited about today's episode because today I'm going to talk about celebrating non-scale victories, which is always a fun part of losing weight and going through a mind-body health transformation. I've actually been wanting to talk about this topic for a while now, but I usually decide to talk about other things that I get questions about or that I think can help you start the process of changing your beliefs and losing weight. But the universe has been practically smacking me upside the head with signs telling me that I need to talk about non-scale victories already. At this point, I've been getting messages and having conversations with friends, colleagues, and acquaintances who are so excited to share their small wins and non-scale victories with me. These conversations have been so exciting and motivating, so in a sense, I'm kind of glad I waited so that I could have even more examples to share with you. First, let's briefly cover what a non-scale victory is and why they're so important in the process of losing weight. As you may have already guessed or known, non-scale victories are basically any positive achievement or benefit that is experienced when you're in the process of losing weight. They can be anything from meeting your exercise goal for the week or drinking water instead of soda, or having more energy, playing with your kids without getting winded, things like that. Although these achievements might seem minor, they are so important when losing weight because they can keep you motivated to keep practicing new healthy habits, behaviors, and beliefs that you may have recently adopted. Oftentimes, if you continue to focus and celebrate them enough, weight loss becomes less and less important. So if and when you do lose weight, it seems to just happen without even trying. Now for some real life examples that I've experienced personally and have heard about from friends and colleagues on their own experiences with IF. In my personal experience, one of the best non-scale victories that I had and continue to experience with IF was not feeling hungry and thinking about food all the time. I love being able to focus on work or my kids or homework or whatever I'm doing without feeling that nagging sensation of hunger and wondering what kind of healthy snack or meal I'm going to have next. As I discuss in my book, before practicing IF consciously, I was constantly thinking about food, even when I wasn't hungry. At work, I'd be distracted by what kind of nutritious, healthy snack I would have at 10 a.m., 
Then what would I have for lunch? Should I go out to eat or should I eat in the dining hall or pick up something fast and convenient? If I had a big lunch, what should I have for my 3 p.m. snack? Or should I even have a snack? Why am I even hungry at 3 p.m. if I ate such a big lunch in the first place? Is there something wrong with my body that I'm always hungry and constantly thinking about food? Then that would turn into, what should I make for dinner? Should I eat with the kids or should I make something for myself that's a little healthier? If we go out to eat, what should I order? And do we have anything going on tonight? If we do, we might have to pick up something. I really need to start meal prepping for the week so that I make sure that I always have something healthy ready to go. Ugh, but I hate meal prepping and washing Tupperware every day. Why can't we just all eat the same thing? And on and on. That was pretty much my brain before I started practicing IF. Constantly thinking about food and what I should and shouldn't eat. The mental chatter I had about food, hunger, and my body was constant and took up pretty much all of my mental energy. This leads me to one of my biggest non-scale victory stories, which I talk about in my book. It's such a silly story, but it was so important to me because it sort of signified my freedom from my own food fears for good. So I would like to share it with you here. And if you've ever felt out of control with your hunger or food, you might resonate with it just a bit. After a few months of practicing IF, I eventually got to the point where I was no longer hungry during my usual lunch hour from 12 p.m. noon to 1 p.m. To pass the time and de-stress from work, I started taking walks around the beautiful college campus that I work at, and I had a regular walking route that I'd take every day. One day, for whatever reason, I took a different route that led me right past the Chick-fil-A restaurant that we have on campus. As I walked by, the smell of fresh waffle fries and southern-styled chicken sandwiches wafted into my face. As soon as I realized this, I immediately regretted my decision, and I braced myself for some serious stomach rumblings that would surely leave me feeling weak with hunger. But as I kept walking, I realized that my stomach didn't growl or rumble at all. This was a completely new feeling to me, at least at this time in my life. Sure, it was easy enough not to feel hungry or think about food when there wasn't food around, or when it was early in the morning and eating just wasn't that appealing to me, but to smell food so close to the end of my fasting window, and food that I actually really like. I mean, french fries are pretty much my kryptonite, so I thought there was absolutely no way that I could resist. But that wasn't the case at all. I walked right past the dining hall, smelled the delicious food, and didn't feel ravenous like I used to. My stomach didn't growl, my mouth didn't water, my mind didn't chatter. The food didn't control me or have power over me like it did in the past. As crazy as it sounds, I decided to test this new feeling of non-hunger out by turning around and passing by the dining hall again, just to make sure it wasn't a fluke. And sure enough, the same thing happened. I'm sure I'd look like a crazy person because I basically ended up standing in front of the dining hall for a good 30 seconds and pretty much just inhaling all the good fried food smells that I could and waited for hunger to pounce on me because I knew this was too good to be true. <laughs> but that never happened. I was actually able to stand there and smell all the good smells and appreciate one of my favorite foods without having to have it. This was truly the best non-scale victory that I could have ever experienced, and one that made me realize that everything I was doing to change my beliefs around food, hunger, and my body was the right thing for me. Now, as exciting as this victory was for me, I know I sounded like a crazy person when I tried telling other people about it. The first thing I did was call my husband and tell him about how I was able to walk by a Chick-fil-A and not want it, and how cool it was not to be hungry for it. His response was something like, 
oh, that's good, babe. I'm really proud of you, I guess. <laughs> then I tried telling one of my coworkers, and she also kind of looked at me a bit strange, but she gave me a polite, oh, that's cool. But that's the thing about these non-scale victories, is that they can look different to different people and carry different meanings for all of us, too. Some other non-scale victories that I personally experienced were feeling more clear-headed and focused during work, having more energy throughout my day, having clearer skin, having less cravings for sweets and junk food in general, and other cool things like being able to do a Ninja Warrior-style obstacle course with my kids and whooping their butts at it or helping my husband clear debris from our yard in 100-degree heat after a huge windstorm came through our town. Those are things that I would have never had the energy for before I started practicing IF. I wouldn't have even bothered trying. As I mentioned earlier in the episode, I've also been getting messages and having conversations with other people who have experienced some great non-scale victories too. A former work colleague of mine and now friend has been doing IF with a 12-12 fasting eating window for about two months and messaged me the other day to let me know that her blood sugar went down almost 60 points at a recent doctor's visit and her clothes were feeling looser. Another friend that I recently made after publishing my book messaged me to let me know that his diabetic symptoms are way down after working on his mindset and changing his eating habits. And one of the coolest updates I received was from a life coach I met in 2019 when I was still in the process of writing my book. She wrote to me completely out of the blue a few weeks ago to check in on me and ask if I'd ever gotten to publish my book, which was already really cool in and of itself. But she also mentioned that after seeing how passionate I was about IF, she did a little research on it and started practicing it for herself. She says that the biggest difference IF made for her was calming some GI issues that she had. She had tried cutting out dairy and other food groups in the past to help the issues, but after practicing IF for almost a year, she's only experienced issues twice and still eats all the same foods that she enjoys. Another cool thing is that she's not doing OMAD, which is one meal a day, or anything drastic like extended fasting. Just a simple, doable, 14-10 daily fasting eating window. To me, that's one of the best things about IF and challenging your beliefs is that you can use them in tandem to find exactly what works for you and your personal lifestyle. Finally, a colleague of mine recently shared several non-scale victories, such as being more in tune with her body's hunger signals and psychological triggers. By simply being curious about IF, she started checking in with herself and asking whether she was truly hungry or just felt like eating because it was time to eat. This in itself is already a non-scale victory because after years of eating on a certain schedule, it's really hard to disrupt our habit brain sometimes so that we can check in with ourselves. After a few weeks of practicing checking in with herself and only eating when she was hungry, she ended up fasting for about 24 hours and noticed that she felt mentally sharper and more focused the next day, which was really important because she actually had a big presentation to do first thing that morning. After her presentation, that's when she let me know that she had fasted for at least 24 hours at that point and was feeling so energized and mentally sharp it was a huge win for her that day. I was so excited when I heard the news and probably end up blathering on and on about how fasting and becoming fat adapted can indeed help us gain more mental clarity and on and on, but I really do get excited when I see or hear others experiencing the positive effects of making these small but significant improvements in their lives. Anyway, as you can see, none of the achievements or victories that I mentioned have anything to do with losing X number of pounds or what the number on the scale says. And in fact, weight loss may not even be a goal for some of the people that I've mentioned. 
But the cool thing is that if losing weight is a contributing factor in gaining overall health and well-being, it will most likely occur without them even thinking about it or noticing it happen. That has certainly been my experience, and I know it can be yours too if losing weight is one of your future goals. So this week, I want to encourage you to start where you are and make sure to celebrate any and all non-scale victories that contribute to your overall health and well-being. It could be something as small as getting out of bed without hitting the snooze button, or playing with your kids for 15 minutes outside, or fasting for 12 hours, or drinking your coffee or tea without sugar. Anything that you believe could contribute to improving your health in the long run. Celebrating these small, non-scale victories can motivate you to continue practicing good, healthy behaviors and beliefs and focus on the good things that you are achieving in your life. Well, that's what I have for you this week, friends. Take care, and I look forward to talking with you again soon. If you enjoyed this episode and found it helpful, please be sure to subscribe and share with a friend. You can also leave an honest review through your preferred podcast app to make it easier for other listeners to discover. If you're interested in learning more about me or the What If Diet Plan, you can visit me at www.thewhatifdietplan.com where you can see a free preview of my book as well as before and after photos of me throughout my weight loss, weight gain, weight loss, weight gain, roller coaster ride of a journey before I discovered IF in 2018. Please remember to celebrate your small wins and keep asking yourself good what-if questions. Until next time, take care and we'll connect again soon.